Talk is Jericho's The Pot of Thunder and Rock and Roll. And Sunny Kiss makes her Talk is Jericho debut. Yes, I said her. And you'll hear why Sunny is fine with that. You'll also hear about Sunny's journey to AEW, her unique introduction to wrestling, meeting Rowdy Roddy Piper, her experience at Lucha Underground, and how she feels about being a role model for the LGBTQ community. So Sunny Kiss is coming up, and so is another Saturday Night Special. And thanks to you guys, last night's Saturday Night Special was the highest rated episode since I started doing it, since episode one. So thanks for hanging out with me on Saturday nights. I ain't doing anything special except for hanging out with all you guys during the pandemic uh, while we're stuck at home with no sports or concerts to go to. I'm going to keep the Saturday Night Special as long as you guys keep wanting me to. 9 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live and my official YouTube channel. Come have a drink, bring your questions, give me suggestions for your sing-along. It's the Saturday Night Special, number 16, this Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on my official YouTube channel and Facebook Live. So we'll see you then, and we'll see you right now as we listen to Sunny Kiss right here on Talk is Jericho. So um, last night on Dynamite was probably the biggest match of Sunny Kiss's career, and I probably might even say the best match of your career, the best match that I've seen, at least, uh, when you worked with uh, Cody for the TNT title. So how do you feel? How was it for you? Uh, I feel amazing uh, in the sense that I know that I've proven myself. I know I've proved the haters wrong. I know that I've proven to, to, to myself that I can be, you know, in a force to be reckoned with and in, in, in a main, you know, storyline. And it was just really hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really tough to wrestle. And like the temperature. Nine, yeah. Oh, I know. 90 degree weather. Like, it's really It's intense. almost like when you when you go into a sauna and you're sitting there for a while and you start trying to breathe and there's no air. Yeah. It's just hot air. Because it's like the humidity and it's like 90 degrees. Yes. So it's like, whew. So it's tough to wrestle. It's almost like wrestling in sand. Like, it's crazy. But um, overall, I loved it. It was an amazing match. Uh, it definitely, definitely had the fans like, oh, my God, Sunny Kiss can go. Like, mm-hmm. so it was really, really and awesome. And that's kind of what we've been doing here. I mean, that's the same thing I did with Orange a few weeks ago and and we're in the business of 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 making stars and one thing i love about our company is there's not just people hanging around for no reason like you you've been here from the start and it's been a slow build but that's Mm -hmm. the way you do it in wrestling so that when you finally got your chance you were you were ready for it for sure you know and that's why you got the chance i think absolutely right i mean how'd you feel when you were told that you're gonna be (laughs) a big title match Honestly, like for the first couple of days, I could barely sleep. Like mm-hmm. it was like just because like I knew I, I knew that there was like work to do. I knew like I had to prove like I, I had something to prove. It's like everybody's counting on me. So people probably expecting me to fail. People are expecting me to like you know like really show the world. So it's like okay, like where, what is he gonna do? Can Sunny Kiss pull this off? Mm-hmm. So for the first like couple of days, I was like rough, but in a good way. Like mm-hmm. it was good. It was it was just, nervous energy. Yeah, a really really good energy, but yeah, nervous. Yeah, and uh, of course the entrance was amazing. Yes, the uh, the cheerleaders, it, and you've done that before. It's I think. a tradition now at this point here, right? <laughs> yeah. For uh, fight for, fight for the, the fall. And, yeah, last year. So it's like okay, and there uh, TK and Cody were like, let's do it again this year. I think this year's routine was better than last year's. Well, I did want to amp it up a little bit. It was a big match for me, obviously. So I had to get the big choreography with the big match, mm. you know? <laughs> How long did it take for you guys to work out that dance scene? Last year, they only gave us like half hour, if that. So um, this year, we had a little more time. Um, they let us do a couple more rehearsals. This time last year, we, we rehearsed it maybe like once. This time, we re- rehearsed it a couple of times on the stage. So. Did you choreograph it? I did. All right. Yes. Have you done stuff like that before? Yes. I've been dancing and chore- uh, choreographing mo- um, stuff since I was like, I don't know, 
eight years old. Now. Really? Yeah, I was dancing very early. Yeah. Did you dance really like with a troupe? Or? I did like my school plays and things like mm-hmm. that, and then eventually I started branching off into like different schools and stuff like that. So. Did you ever do like professional dancing? I did some gigs that I did like back up for like independent artists, but nothing, okay. nothing major. <laughs> I'm sure that's one thing like when I did Dancing with the Stars is there's a lot of similarities between wrestling and, and dancing because oh, of the, yeah. the choreography. Mm-hmm. It's just there's like, okay, remember this, remember that, remember this, remember that. And once you have that kind of remembering pattern in your head, mm-hmm. it's easier to remember these routines. It is. Uh, except I will say that I think dance is strictly more endurance. I think that wrestling is strength endurance. Mm. So um, there's definitely a little contradistinction there. But they're very similar in a lot of different ways. But I think that it takes a lot more, like wrestling, it takes a little like more physical force. <laughs> oh yeah, but but in dancing too though. I think the difference is like if there's a three minute routine or something mm-hmm. along those lines. There's no like resting. Rest there holds, is no resting, you know? but as I said, it it still doesn't take as much strength. Physical toll, right? Because um, when with me with dancing, even in the ring, sometimes like I'm trying to drop that because I tend to be very graceful in the ring, and it doesn't oh. really come across because that that comes from the dance background, right. like. Dancing is like very fluid and like mm-hmm. water, like so you, it doesn't take as much out of you. You can pace yourself differently when you're wrestling. You can't pace yourself the same way. Yeah, if, yeah. if this is what's happening in that match, you have to keep going and going and going and going. So that's why you often see me like do certain maneuvers in the match where I'm like trying to get my like you know breath, but also kind of you know. <laughs> and and, and, some, and that's why like some sometimes when you have that that grace it, it doesn't have as much yeah. of intensity yes like there's a, i've seen that before with quite a few guys over the years and girls mm. where the moves are great but there's not that boom behind yeah it, it's it's the the ballet the jazz the hip-hop all those years you yeah, know yeah. it's it's all grace I'm, I'm we're working on it i've been working with dustin dustin and billy gunn are like my mentors so what have they been telling you just uh, a lot of stuff, just really re- like conviction and like, you know, believability and like t- teaching me Intensity. like, yes, yeah. like getting me to really, really make a believer out of all the fans and out of everyone here, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of like really just really get in there and, you know, the work rate and things like that for sure. Because you have such a unique gimmick and that's why th- th- I think it's great. that you I always find it funny when people say gimmick. Well, not gimmick. <laughs> I know you what you know mean, what I mean? though. Yeah. This, it always makes me laugh real though. You. Absolutely. This is not a gimmick that you take off when you, when you go home, but Mm-mm. a unique presentation, a unique character, yes. you know, a unique person, yeah. I guess it is. And I think that's one thing that makes you stand out from the norm but like we talked about yesterday too that's also like there's certain intensities and that type of thing that you kind of started showing that yesterday Mm -hmm. and i don't know if you've ever been told that or had to feel that before because when we were talking like intense be intense you're like i don't have well yeah i'm not a very intense person even if i were to get into a fight like or i just you know what i mean like i could still beat someone's ass without being super duper over the top um yeah i've never been that way it's always been very much a positive way to look at things Mm -hmm. so getting like super duper angry to the point where i'm like kicking and throwing things around it's definitely difficult for me but um you know we're 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 in a performance art and if if they if if it needs to be bigger i'll make it bigger you know but a lot of character work oh for sure for sure so let's talk about how you got into wrestling. Were you a fan when you were a kid, or how did you kind of get into the business? So here's the funny thing. When I first got into wrestling, I actually didn't watch it on TV. I played the video games first. The first oh. game I played was Revenge. Is that Was that WCW? Or yes, you, okay. Revenge, oh, yeah. Revenge. Were, you, were, were you in that game? Weren't I think you? I was. You were in that game, right? Yeah. yeah. I think if it was, was that probably late 90s? It's like 98. Then I was there. Yeah, I was there yeah. 96 then. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I, I, that's the first game I ever played. Well, not the first game, but the first thing I've ever known that wrestling was 
And um, so I didn't know who any of the characters were. I was just picking, like, Rey Mysterio, I would often pick him just because of the moves yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, Rey Mysterio. And then it was Alex Wright because he was, like, so, like, flamboyant. <laughs> Disco Inferno. Um, yeah. And that was the first introduction I, introduction to wrestling and then after that i kind of started watching like on wf or whatever and mm. uh yeah i'll gravitate towards different like athletic guys like jeff hardy Robin mm. Dam, and things like that so what know? made you want to decide to do it someone like a friend of mine suggested it they were like you should try out you know go to the go to this place um ecpw in like hiawatha new jersey uh gino caruso is his trainer and he's like Maybe you should try out and see if you like it. You know, just come come to training with us. And, you know, because I was, like, flipping in a park one day. It was just kind of, like, one of those things. Mm. And so, and surely that led me to... It's so funny because I always... For, you have such a California personality. I know. That I forget, like, that. even when you say you're from New Jersey, I'm like, yeah. you have zero Jersey accent either. <laughs> Unless I kind of get a little, like, upset, then you probably can hear it. Yeah. I love it. Or if you go back there and hang out with all your friends, old yeah, friends or something Jersey. like that. Yeah. Oh, I have coffee. Yes, coffee. coffee. Yeah. So how how long ago was that that you got into the business? Um, so I started like managing in 2011 and then I got into wrestling between like 2013, 2015, like actually wrestling, having matches. But it was very inconsistent throughout that time. I didn't really get a chance to really like um, do much because I was still like, it was like very, like I, I wasn't training as much. Like I didn't start training really hard for this until like 2015, 2016. So, well, so you're still fairly new to yeah, the business, maybe, right? Yeah. So that's another reason why like you're still figuring out mm -hmm. inside yeah. the ring. I still consider myself like, you know, a little green. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you, and you are from a timeline standpoint. Oh, for sure. For and sure. the thing is too, and, the, and this is one thing that a lot of people, when you get the moves first and such amazing athletic moves, but it's the little things that you have oh, to yeah. learn in between. Yeah. So, and that's, that's kind of what you're doing and what we're doing here with a lot of people in AEW. Yeah. So let's talk about how you came into AEW, Sonny, but before we do, let me say a quick thank you to Raycon. The Raycon E25 earbuds have been a lifesaver at my house during the Rona uh, with five of us, mostly at home watching and listening to different music and movies and shows my house is loud, constantly uh, the, the sounds and, and dialogue coming from all areas of the house, every corner. But with my Raycons, I don't have to hear uh, anybody else's stuff. I just listen to my own audio perfectly because the Raycons have a more uh, compact design that gives me a great noise isolating fit. So the only thing I hear is exactly what I'm listening to. The Raycons also have six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and more bass. They're uh, like having uh, half the price of those other wireless earbuds on the market. You know which ones I'm talking about. I know a lot of you are doing endless conference calls as you work from home these days. And the Raycon E25s are a great option for that as well. Super comfortable. You can put them in and almost forget you're wearing them. So get yourself a pair of Raycons so you can social distance in comfort and style surrounded by killer audio and without breaking your bank. I'm going to make it easy for you. Right now, you can get an extra 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Jericho. That's buyraycon.com slash Jericho for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. See how good TIJ sounds on Raycons. Go to buyraycon.com slash Jericho and go do it now. So how did you end up coming into, into this company? Uh, so Brandy just let into my DMs and <laughs> I always say it like that. It's just always so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, she messaged me. She goes, are you signed anywhere? Like, oh, hi, Sunny. It's nice to meet you. We would like you to um, come to a show. 
uh, I think it was like, what was it, May 25th? That was double nothing. Vegas or something? Yeah. Okay. So she was like, um, yeah, are you signed anywhere? And I was like, yes, and um, but I can still do other books. Where were you signed? Lucha Underground. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I was signed. Th- uh, thankfully, we were allowed to do everything but the other company. So um, I was able to still do it, but I didn't get my official contract until way after. Mm-hmm. Whew, that contract issue—I don't even want to get into that for legal reasons. Well, and I've talked to a few people. Like, <laughs> I know Je- Jeff Cobb was was under that, yes, and, and was, Jake was there. It was, it was like a, a like nightmare. Ten-year career, guaranteed two matches a year, and you can't go anywhere else. It was or something a nightmare. Like that. I, we were probably maybe making four grand a year. Wow. And yes. you're locked in. You can't go anywhere else. We couldn't sign anywhere else at all. And there was times where I couldn't pay my cell phone bill, anything. Like, I can't even I can't even contribute to my rent. Like, it was bad. And here you are thinking, I made it. I'm on a national yeah. television show. Because I oh, think yeah. Phoenix and Pentagon had the same problem. Oh, yeah. They were there. Like, every, yeah. they, they were actually one amongst the first to get out, though. Mm. I was, like, really happy for them and everybody. I was, like, one amongst the last. Because... I was Cody was just like, don't worry, we're gonna still book you to the moon. Like we're gonna make sure you're still here, um, which was great. I really appreciate him for that. But I didn't get my contract until maybe so we January is when he announced AEW. I didn't get the contract until TV happened. Until October, October. Like yes. ten ten months later. So wow, it was brutal. Had she seen you in Lucha Underground? How did she know? I don't know. know we never had that conversation. Mm. I, she just DM'd me on Instagram, and I'm I'm actually thinking it was gonna be an all in too. I actually didn't know AW was a thing back then. She, I just know it was like an event that was happening mm-hmm. in uh, in Vegas, and I'm like thinking that okay, this is just an all in too. It's not gonna be a promotion. And in January, and they announced that in January, and I'm like, holy snap! This is real, yeah. Yeah, like whoa. What was your uh, name in Lucha Underground? Uh, Xolicious. Xolicious. Xo. Like, Xolicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a weird like play on of words like you know X. It's kind of like non-binary. Like it's not necessarily definitive. It's not mm. like guy or girl. So it's like the X. And then XO, like, you know, hugs and kisses. Yeah, sure. And then Solicious, like, non-binary Solicious. There were so many crazy characters and, and gimmicks there. Yeah. What was this? Probably, character? like, such a, maybe a weird name for some people. And like, But it caught on fast. People didn't think about it too much. It was like, oh, that's Xolicious. Same type of characters. Yeah, I mean, I've always been, you know, everything that I am now. Mm-hmm. I never really, even if I, even in tag teams, like tag teams with Joey, tag teams with Brandon Cutler. Uh, uh, with Dustin, I'm still Sunny Kiss with their kind of flair. It's just kind of like I, I put my vibe and I put my like essence mm-hmm. into their characters. So. Well, in Lucha Libre too, there's there's a, a whole genre of performers, or, or or I don't even know what you'd say. Like you know they they have the minis and they have you know male wrestling and they have the exoticos. Exoticos, yeah. And that's kind of part of Mexican. Tradition. They deemed me as an exotico. Did they? I underground, yeah. I mean, I I didn't mind the term. I respect it. it. I didn't see myself as one. It's probably because that's a part of the Mexican culture. Right, right. Yeah. right. I respect it. I respect it obviously because because Sandro is amazing. You know, people like that. Pimpinella. Pimpinella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Heck yeah. So um, I respect it totally. It's just I, it wasn't a vibe that I was. Let's talk a little bit. Let's start yeah. talking about this a bit. So what is the definition? Of an exotico, I think it's just a wrestler who, um, I guess, technically from that standpoint, I'll be describing myself just someone who dresses up uh, and and um, exudes flamboyant or feminine like character. Right. Yeah, so I guess technically from that definition, I will be. I, I'm technically an exotico, but I just didn't see it that way. The I same just, way, yeah. The, like I didn't define it because those that. guys too would be, and I don't know what what Excel character was, but. Those guys were over the top flamboyant, mm-hmm. like doing, 
you know, 1997 gold dust spots with the grabbing Here's the thing, guys. Though, I think over the top is a matter of um, a person's like um, perspective. Mm. So it's like if you if you're a person, let's say you're from um, Montana and you've only seen people in Montana. So people like me are going to be over the top to you. Mm. But if you like, you know, and not to say that there's not people like me in Montana. I'm just saying that there's probably not as many. So you're not as exposed to some like a place like New York City or California. You're exposed to more right. people who are unique and you know different. Um, I think that's more so that because I don't think I'm that over the top. You're not. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but those I'm, guys, right, 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 exactly. Of, but some people think I am because it's just all about that perspective. But, but not of in where the they, ring. Where you don't, you don't play that in the ring, though. I'm just a yeah. normal for a human being who's just feminine. Well, like, in the ring, you, you're very athletic and, yeah. and kicking ass. But what I'm saying, kind of the exotico by right, definition, right. there is the very flamboyant right but see even me like i don't even think they're over the top <laughs> <laughs> i think over the top is just the, it, it's a way to say okay i've never seen this before depending this is on a lot. personality right yeah because because a lot of people say a lot of people are over the top and they're not really over the top that's to a me. great point too like you said if you grew up in, in you, you know a certain kind of area yeah. like you're not gonna know you've never seen this before mm. so it's gonna probably make you a little uncomfortable or probably wow you a little bit but So would you classify yourself? We were talking earlier. You said gender fluid. I mean, these terms. What are the terms? It's different for everybody. And you just try to respect it. So gender fluidity and non-binary and things like that. I think one is more definitive and one is more kind of like either or. It it just depends on who you're talking to. There could be the same non-binary and gender fluid. Um, I don't necessarily say I'm a male. I don't say I'm a female. It's just kind of like if you like if I'm in a division with you know, the guys I'm wrestling the guys, I don't mind if you say he or him because I'm wrestling a guy. Mm. But backstage, a lot of the guys say she. Mm. And it's okay to say both to me. I kind of just go along with whatever. Which do you prefer? I don't prefer either Either one. or. That's why gotcha. it's, that's why it's, being fluid, yeah. Like when you I don't prefer. when you work with Luther, he was he was saying she she's yeah, gonna yeah, do this, no. she's gonna do that. And when like, I even when I date men, it's like okay, they call me their girlfriend. Gotcha. So it's do you just, date girls too? No. Okay. So so gotcha. So you, yeah. you date men. So but you play not play. I rephrase that. You are uh, kind of you said the girlfriend in the relationship. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's more of your personality. Absolutely. Because you are a girl, as far as I'm concerned. I'm and I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's like the way you, the way you act, the way you exude yourself, oh, the sure. sexuality you yeah. have. It's like. <laughs> In, 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 a, in a positive way, right? Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. It's funny to talk about this. But <laughs> this, this, so is why, this is why I enjoy talking. When I spoke to Nyla, it was the same thing when she explained. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that don't understand and, and don't want to understand yeah. because they're very pious and, and uh, uh, blinders on when it comes to So many things. people can literally do what you're doing right now and it would probably answer all their questions rather than keeping them freaking out in their minds guessing. Mm. Ask someone. Like right. it's not that hard. Well, we've known each other for a year. Yeah, whatever. we've hung out. We hang out. We mm-hmm. always have a, a fun. But to, that's why I was like, man, this is really cool oh, totally. to hear all this. Yeah. So is, the, is 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 have you been this way your whole life? I probably yeah. This is as long as I can remember. Maybe like kindergarten. It was yeah. Very early on, I knew I was just a unique human. Like yeah, I, yeah, I knew yeah. I was very different. How was that for you when you were growing up? Um, I, I obviously like you have certain like people who'll say certain things, but majority of like my childhood, it was awesome. My, most of my friends are heterosexual males and women and I never really had problems with, you know, anyone. That's cool. My family loves, you know, loves me. They should. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's cool. You know, even like when you first started getting into the wrestling business, was everybody cool with you there? 
Yeah, I mean, people definitely were kind of like side eyeing a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's obvious. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. Like, I'm probably, you know, a total like, you know, unique, interesting, like, weird character. Some people, even just like, like you said, the sexuality that I exude. It's like, okay, like it can be a little intimidating. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess. Well, and these are questions that they, they can answer. I can't even answer before you. I'm kind yeah, of, you I'm, can't speak for the you know, people. They're talking in circles about it. So I'm yeah. just like, yeah. and it's and the world is is very much more you know different than it was 10 years ago or 20 oh, yeah. years ago yeah. you know having having this even five years ago i think like, really it was definitely like okay like are we ready for those you mm. know i think it's just more about it, your personality and connecting with people because it doesn't matter like what like even like you like you can say and do like almost anything and it'll catch on in the world is like it's just about the connection and what you you know what you exude and how, how they perceive it because it doesn't matter whether you're just a feminine character or whatever it is it's just they want a certain kind of that i think um it's all about how you carry harry how, how you carry yourself i think mm-hmm. that's important because yeah. i can't think of anybody else that is like you in the business that is is has your image your personality your look I think there's people, there's definitely a lot of um, up and coming, you know, LGBT talent that we have similarities. Mm. Um, but I think it's like I said, it's like we all have different kind of essence, different kind of vibes. So mm. I think it's, it's just a matter of, of connecting with, you know, either one of us. It's yeah. funny, too, because sometimes like, you know, girls hold each other's hands and oh, yeah. and you're always in the I corner, yeah. you know, hanging out with the girls, I do that, hugging yeah. and yeah. hand holding. And it's like, geez, I'm very affectionate. And even sometimes with the guys, I have to kind of like really back in. It's not necessarily like like it, it can be viewed, obviously, bad from if someone's kind of just like, OK, why? Why is, you know, Sonny standing there with Jericho got the, his arm around them? It's like. Right. You know, it's just it's a it's a natural thing. Like it's just kind of like you know, I'm very all inclusive and I'm very kind of like a mom in a way too. Like mm-hmm. I, I like to take care of people. Like it's <laughs> such a weird thing. I don't know. No, but that's that's it's <laughs> obvious because everybody loves you oh, here yay. in this company, right? Did you know most of the people uh, when you first came here? I knew Austin. I'm sorry, Luchasaurus. <laughs> Austin, <laughs> right, Dustin, right. <laughs> By their real name, I get so I get so like used to calling them by their real names. I'm like, I gotta stop that. <laughs> um, I knew Orange, yeah, I knew everybody. Olivia, Penelope, Joey, all of them. I, Joey and I used to ride together. Um, you know, that's and we're now we're partners, which is really really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I knew almost the entire roster. <laughs> and you like a lot of the extras that come in. I'm just like, yeah, it's great. It's like a reunion. Yeah, that's it's cool. Fantastic. All right, so let's talk about your AEW tag partner Joey Janela because you guys go way back. You used to travel together, practically family. Uh, and speaking of, every family has a story, and Ancestry DNA can help those family stories come to life. Uh, Ancestry DNA tests tell you where your ancestors are from, and Ancestry's billions of records and millions of family trees let you discover your personal stories. You might find a famous relative, or maybe a photo of your great-grandmother as a little girl. Whatever you discover, it's sure to change the whole way you look at your family history and yourself. After all, the story of your family is the story of you. I found out I was 0.2% Baltic from Ancestry.com. And you can order it right now at Ancestry.com slash Jericho. Who knew I was Baltic? Ancestry can help you trace the path of your recent ancestors and learn how and why your family moved from place to place around the world. Researching your history is a fun activity for the whole family. No other DNA test delivers such a unique interactive experience. And I know because I've done it. I took the Ancestry DNA, DNA test and I had a great time sharing the results with my family. It's made my kids more curious about where they came from. They're asking more questions about their relatives. I've shared my results with my Auntie Joan, 
who's been our family historian for all these years, and my goddaughter and cousin Brittany, who's the family historian on the other side, uh, on my mom's side, it's helped both of them with the family tree and records that they keep. Easy to start making discoveries with Ancestry. Grab an Ancestry DNA kit and start a free trial to amplify your discoveries with Ancestry's billions of records. Start exploring your family story today. Go to Ancestry.com slash Jericho to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's Ancestry.com slash Jericho. So how did the whole thing with Joey's used to used to travel together, but now you're here? I love that thing you guys did at the gas station oh, yeah. last week. That was like very well shot, yeah, very so well fun. done. That Is that somebody that you guys knew that did that? Or Well, I know they, okay, so they flew us to Atlanta and they were like, okay, let's, uh, like we wanted like a vignette to start you guys as an official tag team. A lot of the, what they had written, it was kind of like, okay, like it was a little over the top. So Joey and I kind of made it what it, you know, our thing. And it was still like over the top because obviously Joey's Joey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think we made it our, we made it into our own. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you're talking about um, when you first started training, you mentioned you trained in Jersey. How was it for you? Like, um, th- like you obviously must have done athletic things i don't know if you were a gymnast or, or what you did because you, you you do everything it's the dance it was <laughs> really sure. all yeah. of that came from dancing dancing and tumbling too but mostly dance wow yeah so was it easy for you to kind of adapt to taking bumps and that sort of thing uh, i think the bumps took me maybe like a week um but every like everything else was pretty much like i got it but the psychology aspect is what takes the longest i think mm-hmm. for a new person like getting into the business because like they don't you know, I mean, it's easy, but it's easy when you get it. It's like, okay, like, this is how a match is supposed to go, the highs and the lows. I think that was the hardest, though. But the bumps took a couple of days, not not almost almost a week, I would say. But the longest was the psychology. Almost a week? Yeah. <laughs> Some people take some months yeah. to figure it no, out, you it's, know? It's, so, yeah. so AEW obviously was the biggest company that you'd ever been in. What mm-hmm. have you learned, like, from, you know, January of last year until now? Because we work once a week, which in some ways is great in other ways you really learn a lot if you're working three four times a week if we did house shows and we have it. yeah yeah i think that that's definitely i was just talking with cody about that too um that's probably the difference too i think um the consistency will also help a lot of us as well but i do like the fact that our schedule is the way it is i have five more months of school left too so being that i'm a college student it's great to have uh, kinesiology athletic training oh wow yeah so it's great to have a you know some time off for sure. So do you, what's your schedule like to go to school then? Or what was it like before the- It's corona? online, so- Oh, was it always online? Uh, Yeah. Okay. For the most part. Uh, it was online and um, it was always easy because it's like, it's like I, you know, I travel to work and yeah. when I get here, I usually do homework and then I'll come hang out with you guys. Mm-hmm. Then there's a show, then I'll hang out, then go do homework and then I'll sleep and do it all again. Yeah. Travel back home. So what do you, what, what was your idea with the kinesiology? Like- do you want to well, I'm actually going to move probably to get my master's in phys ed. So, because I obviously don't want to be a wrestler forever. I don't think anyone does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's got to be something after your wrestling life. So, is that like a, like a gym teacher ed. or what do you want to yeah, do? Phys ed, yeah, gym teacher. Wow. Probably, maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's, I mean, that's. I, li- I like working with kids and um, it's a job that doesn't require so, so much. I don't like to, I like to just enjoy myself. I don't like to be overwhelmed with thinking about certain things mm-hmm. i like to just have fun so i think right. that's probably the job for me was there ever a time when you started working that you were like i mean were you working mostly in new jersey when you first started and then the east 
you know, Eastern Seaboard East area. Yeah, um, New Jersey, New York, um, New England area, uh, Toronto, you know, Ottawa, mm. different places like that. Montreal, oh, yeah, Florida. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go to? Have you been to any of the countries at all? Have I been to any other countries? Any other countries now? Okay, <laughs> we're working on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we would have been in London, you know, this year had this not have happened, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. Where did you get the name Sunny Kiss? Sunny is the nickname to my real name. Do you want to hear that? <laughs> What's your real name? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So my real name is Hassan. Hassan. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's middle, very Middle Eastern. Um, and yeah, yeah, Kiss came from, I think it's because I was blowing kisses a lot when I would come out in my entrance in the beginning. So. What was your original name when you started? It was Sunny, yeah. Oh, Sunny Kiss right from the start. Yeah, yeah, Sunny. So Hassan, so are you Middle Eastern? My dad's partially Middle Eastern, yeah. And your mom? Is uh, African American, Native American. So you're, that's where all this exotic look comes uh, from. Stop. It does. I just thought you were African American, but yeah. you, I can see it now with the. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny, Hassan. Totally different. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a vibe. Sunny, <laughs> is that an official nickname for Hassan? I'm going to probably make it my real name soon, my legal name. But when you were growing up, do people call got the, na- the name Hassan? Is Sunny just a. a um, some people still call me Hassan. Really? Yeah. I mean, I hate it, but. Your parents? Not that I or? hate it. My mom doesn't like it, but I was, it's weird for me because some days I'm like, eh, I don't really care. But then I'm like, damn, I don't look like a Hassan at all. Mm. So I don't know. It's it's weird. Something like, it's almost like a self-esteem thing. You're back and forth and you're you know, yeah. in and out. <laughs> Sunny fits you much more. Way better. It's totally my disposition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned that you've been like, you, you, you your uh, gender fluidity has been there your whole life. Mm. Did you ever have to like, because some people have to come to terms and then they, you know, they, announced to the world yeah. did you ever have to do that or was it just kind Not of a given really. i think everyone kind of knew my family yeah. i mean my dad necessarily wasn't necessarily the best at taking it but it wasn't like i had issues with like physical or mm. verbal violence every now and then you know i, I like i, I don't want to make it seem like i had this like crazy childhood of like you know negative because it wasn't it was like probably 90 percent like all positive vibes sometimes my cousins and brother wouldn't make jokes or things like that but that's normal Mm -hmm. so um yeah i would say it was pretty much like they knew like whatever (laughs) yeah i was like like let's just accept it because that's what it was that's what it is you you have that sometimes i remember my friend's brother from when we were little kids you could tell that he was gay right and it's like it's not like a big secret like you can't do anything about it right so it's just, just accept it. And the best way to kind of go about that is to kind of guide them in the right direction and to show them that if that's how they're going to be, to be safe and to take care of themselves and to be careful, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of like, yeah, be strong and, you know, show them love because they're going to look for it in other places. Mm-hmm. It's like when you abandon, you know, your child in, in a certain kind of way, they're going to try to find love some sort of way. Mm-hmm. So, it's best just give them all the love that you can give. You're, t- you're talking to parents? Yeah. Or uh, yeah. sisters or Anybody. Because yeah. I feel like you'd be surprised, you know, at what you can learn from them. And th- they're probably an amazing human being. And it's just like you're robbing yourself of a great relationship with them because it doesn't change anything. Like mm-hmm. who they like and who they choose to love or feel that they probably are, um, pro- uh, feel who they are rightfully are as far as their identity mm-hmm. like you 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 will rob yourself of that like they're probably a beautiful human being you just have mm-hmm. to kind of open up but i respect everybody if you, you feel a certain way that's just, that's on you i mean we can't help how people feel 
and you're obviously very comfortable in your skin. That's obvious. Yeah. But you know, when, when you go online, like people are just f-ing assholes. Even like oh, to yeah. me all the time. Do you, do you get that? Do you care? Do you have I don't skin? care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like at all. Yeah. Um, I've been open since I was very, very young. So there's not much. There's not anything really mm-hmm. someone can say that's gonna make me feel bad. It's like I've heard it all before. Like being a black gay, like you know what I mean, Hassan at that. So it's <laughs> right. like you get, hit, you get hit from all ends, all right? Yeah. Ends, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, like there's not anything that someone could say that's gonna make me feel like I should question anything. I, I love who I am as a person. If, if I'm confident about anything, it's who I am as a person. You know, it's interesting because when this match was announced, there was a lot of people. Even Cody made a, a, mm-hmm. a statement on Twitter. I was gonna. I was going to back him up on it, but I'm like, you know what? You guys can handle it because you know what's up. And you, But people yeah. are like, you know, how can you take this match against a gay man? It's like, how, f- <laughs> how f- stupid is that? Like, dumb. Um, like, Real dumb. Who would say that? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, when you see those sort of things, do you just kind of like say whatever? It's almost like, it's almost, how can I say this? It's laughable because I see that and people are just like, I wish I was so unfazed the way you are. Like, I'm so unbothered unbothered by, like, stuff like that. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'll look at them like, oh, that's, oh, okay. Scroll past that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something you, negative. You could go on, the, you know, the online witch hunt, but what's the point? Like, I don't you know, care. Yeah. Because it's like, like, what, 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 what point are you trying to prove? Like, yeah. what, what are you trying to prove? Are you, are you, are you telling me something that I already know? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a gay duh like it's like okay and, next and exactly it's like and, and like you said that shouldn't even matter but it's like okay so now you have to prove them wrong right and by having a great match yes and then they can't even use that to stand on anymore nope and a lot of times too like I, I'm, I'm not the best wrestler and I'm, I'm claim to be I still have a lot of work to do and that's you know that's a lot of wrestlers um, but I will say this I think that it's, uh, none of it has ever been about my wrestling at all I think it's just simply just an image thing mm-hmm. like I think it makes the people feel like okay well, I've never seen this before like I'm uncomfortable I get that all the time or I used to get it way more with just with my band with Fozzie it's like you yeah. know this sucks why because well, Jericho's a wrestler and yeah well he's a wrestler so what and, you know people kind of make up these like image put these like images or storylines in their own head about things it's just like what are you talking about like mm-hmm. like why is this why does why is this narrative even a thing like you're literally putting a narrative out there that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and, and once again, I mean that like you said, that's a hater. That's somebody who's got issues far beyond being, you know, uh, an idiot wrestling fan. But if you go through the pantheon of, of wrestling, like my mentor, Pat Patterson, I'm sure you you know heard the name. Like I love Pat. I met him a few times. Have you yeah. met him? Like, he's, you know, <laughs> I gotta show you some pictures. Oh, he's, that, <laughs> he's great. Like, he, you know, he'll he's say, such I'm gay. a sweetheart. I'm gay. Yeah, so, but he is so smart. He's like the Yoda of wrestling. I learned. 90% of what I know about putting together matches and ring psychology from Pat Patterson, oh, who wow. is 100% gay and could give two shits about what you think about him. Oh, but yeah. if you were a wrestling fan, why would you care either way? And if you knew anything about the business, that's the guy that taught Jericho and Austin and The Rock and Sean and mm-hmm. Brett. Like, that's the guy. Yeah. You know? I think it's it's definitely a difference to, um, I'm a very feminine and out wrestler. Right. So I think that's the difference between like someone like me and like Darren Young or even like Chris Canyon, right. so it was like recipes Chris Canyon. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that's the difference too. It was just like okay, like we never seen this on a mainstream platform, mm-hmm. and I think that's great because it's, it's representation. Like, there's if I'm not for you, that's fine. I don't care to be, but um, allow other people to feel like they have somebody to look up to. You yeah. know, 
So that's all. You know, it's, it's sad, and I'm glad you mentioned him, talking about Chris Canyon. Like, mm. So this was the 90s, like 90... You mentioned WCW, so 96 to 99. Mm-hmm. And we all had a gang that we hung out with Chris, uh, Chris Canyon, Disco Inferno, and Kidman, and mm-hmm. Ben Juan, Eddie, and Dean, and Mysterio. And like that was kind of our all gang. And mm-hmm. I pretty much knew that Chris was gay, but he never said. Was it like subtle? Like It's just because it's just like back then, everyone's just going after all the chicks, and, and he never oh, went after a girl. Gotcha. And he was, oh, and you could just see like, and nobody cared, but he would never say it. Yeah. And that ended up leading to his suicide to where it's such a, a, a shame that he, I'm not sure, obviously he's not here to speak for himself, but right. he didn't, never could come to terms with quote unquote coming out. Right. And that made him very depressed. That I read his book that he came out after he passed away, how lonely mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. because he would have to go, you know, meet a guy in the bar and not tell anybody. I and it's like, that. I wish yeah, he just horrible. would have told us because nobody cared. We wouldn't yeah. have given a shit. Right, and even, I, I get that too. It's just a lot of times, even though they know people are going to be like, you know, because we're in a different age, especially era, like now. Like this That's era what I'm now. saying, in 20 years, how much has yeah, changed. Yeah, it's, it's a lot different now, but people still feel like, ugh, like I'm, my, my boys are going to think less of me. They're not going to want to share, you know, the same room as me, or they're not going to want to, you know, certain things. They're, they're going to change subtle things. And quite frankly, it does happen. I think that... Uh, a lot of men tend to like, okay, like, well, my boy is gay, but it's like your 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 certain subtle movements are not the same. Um, your certain your certain like reactions to them, you don't play, you don't do like the very playful things that you used to do. So I feel like a lot of people get discouraged mm. because they, you know, feel like that's, that's what's going to happen. So yeah. it would affect your. It'll affect their bromance or yeah, certain yeah, yeah. things like that. Yeah. It's it's a weird thing, but I don't know because it's like, oh, okay, he actually likes this. Yeah. So. But I, I think that people think too much, you know, into that. But that's what I'm saying. I wish in Chris's case there was a Sunny Kiss around or a Darren Young or yeah. a Pat Patterson that he could For have sure. went to to talk to talk about it. Oh, yeah. You know? And like you said, it was a different time back then. I mean, mm-hmm. the 90s might as well have been the 60s when it comes to this sort oh, of yeah. attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to keep that secret and don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. It just it bums me out because he was a very a, macho environment. Very macho. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and and the gay part of wrestling was like kind of a secret. Don't say anything. I think he's gay. He might be gay. And it's like, yeah. So it, it kind of bones me out because he was a really, really good guy that never yeah. felt comfortable for those reasons, you know? Were, were, like, were you were, like aware of like others that were probably were like in the closet around that time too? Um, well, there was always rumors about certain guys, but it's wrestling too. Yeah, so for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't even want to say any names because no, of course not. I didn't. Yeah. Want, I didn't want you to do that. But, no, but there was always <laughs> rumors of this guy might be gay or that guy might be right, gay. Right. Once again, it's weird because I think if we go back into the history of wrestling, even to the eighties and, and 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 early nineties, I think there was a lot of controversy and scandals because mm-hmm. of that with like ring crew guys and yeah. you know, all that sort of thing. So wrestling was a lot more seedier back then with a lot of that kind of underground stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I believe it. as I was coming up, that, that, that got less and less. But there was always kind of, like you said, like behind someone's back, this mm. guy might be gay. But even now, like I get people who, like I, I'll never, I'll never ever ever say their names and I'll let them, because it's their story to tell. Yeah. Like there's plenty of wrestlers that have come out to me, like Sunny, like, or said that they feel curious in a way or... Gotcha. But I and I've kept that hundred percent confidential, and I didn't tell anybody. I just kind of let them have, you know. It's like whenever you're ready, like don't ever feel pressured. Don't ever, you know. It's because it's not, it's not anyone else's business. So if you feel like okay, this is something that I want to keep to myself for now, that's fine. 
Um, I just like people, people to feel comfortable so that we don't have things like that, you know, that happen, unfortunate tragedies where it's like you have to be in your own head about it. Mm-hmm. Like I've talked to so many people and it's, it's, it's one day, hopefully we don't, they don't have to be that way anymore. And people could, you know, welcome them with open arms. And it's not, it's not that they probably won't. It's just more so of like people changing, you know, certain things about how they feel about people. And I guess you can't necessarily say like, oh, like I'm you're doing it on purpose because I don't know I'm probably not. It's just kind of happening naturally. Like mm. that, it's just got to get out of that mentality, you know. I, I think know. I think it's cool though that people come to you to discuss this because yeah. yeah. you're almost like a, a role model in a lot of ways. Like, th- let me ask you about that. I mean, being in this position from a a, a fan standpoint, or, or do you feel like you are a little bit of a role model for? for I mean, not only is it for gay. Gay, mm-hmm. gay men also you're black also mm-hmm. you're middle eastern like yeah. we said you've got a lot of like you are very unique mm-hmm. that a lot of people could look up to you for making it so successful with all of these you know the uh, people look down on a lot of these different things that we discussed right yeah i mean i think by default you definitely tend to kind of like, you fall into that role and like even like i think almost all wrestlers do in their own way because it's like even though if you're a role model, it, it can be a role model to certain kind of group of people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the people that are like the rebellious, like party kind of people. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, people want to be like Chris Jericho. People want to be badass like Chris mm-hmm. Jericho. Yeah. So you're like, you're a role model to those people, which is actually a great thing. I mean, are, there's different types of demographics and groups of people. Uh, I think by default, of course, but I'm also willing to take on that role because I feel like there wasn't ever a me, mm-hmm. and especially a feminine not. out person. That's right. So in wrestling, so I feel like it's definitely a role that I had to take on, and I'm totally cool with, and I I, I don't mind it. Yeah, I love it. Do people reach out to you like on social media? Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of even like fellow wrestlers in another company, Jake Atlas, and I'm sure if you know of him, I heard his name, and I know he just came he's out. He's awesome. I think yeah. he came out a couple of years ago. He is awesome, and um, he's doing so so well. We talk all the time about it. It's, it's crazy. Is he from Jersey area or? He's from California. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's from. But you met him from being around yeah. the scene. Yeah, no, he's he's awesome, and we always talk about it. He's like, yeah, I'm so inspired by you. And I was like, I'm inspired by you. Like, yeah. you're amazing. And now he's over there, you know, in, in that other company. Can I say that other company's name? You say like, oh, we know, okay, it's yeah. WWE. Right. <laughs> I know, I don't know, I would say that. It's funny, a lot of people say that. Like, I'm yeah. allowed to say yeah. WWE. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, NXT, he's uh, Jake Atlas. He's awesome. So, so cool. It's but. cool, too, because here, like, uh, we, we were just getting to know Diamante and Kiara Hogan. They're actually married. I didn't even know that. You didn't know that? <laughs> I didn't know they what were did, married. What did you say about uh, we were talking uh, when we had our meeting and you said I was today this many days old when I found out that Taz wasn't black? Oh my god, yes. That was the for funniest year, thing. I thought Taz was at least <laughs> half black, half white for a year. I knew he was Italian because the accent. Right. Um, Italian Brooklyn accent, very very strong, obviously. But I had no idea he was. What did you? What was your? What did you say though? I was. This, I was today years old. Today years old. So you're today years old. You found yes. out that the and Kira We were all married. like, "What?" <laughs> today no years old. Way. Taz, you're not black. <laughs> today years old. Everyone thought he was black though. Yeah. Everyone that I knew in my household too, especially. Right, let's talk about uh, how that came up in the first place because. It's something cool that Tony Khan does at AEW that I've never ever experienced anywhere else in any of the wrestling company for sure. And we'll get more into that. But first, I want to tell you what I did with all the stuff around my house that my family just does not use anymore. I sold it on Mercari. I know a lot of you guys are probably in the same boat. You've been stuck at home during the Rona. So you cleaned out your garages and your closets. I'm cleaning out my closet 
And now you got a ton of perfectly good stuff that you just no longer need. Maybe it's clothes that no longer fit, sports equipment uh, that your kids have grown out of, old devices you no longer use, etc., etc. People will pay good money to buy your stuff on the Macari app. It's the fast and easy way to sell almost anything and make some extra money. Just download the app, take some pictures of your stuff, add a description, uh, and it gets listed. It's that easy. Once it's sold, Mercari emails a shipping label. You stick it on a box and ship it right from your home. No meetups, no hassles, no masks needed, uh, no social distancing. You get social distance selling is what you're doing with the Mercari app. And it's got over 700,000 reviews on the App Store with an average 4.8 rating. And with millions of people using the Mercari app in all 50 states, the stuff really sells. So why not give it a try? Try Mercari and make some extra cash now. Sell and buy almost anything from home on Mercari. Find it on the App Store or Mercari.com. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I, Mercari, America's no-meetup marketplace. Download today and get rid of that stuff that you don't want anymore and put some money in your pocket. Let's talk about that too, but when we... When this came up, we were having a big call about when Black Lives Matter, when it was starting. Yeah. And we had a big Zoom call uh, with like 110 people. And I thought that was so great. Like, I worked for WWE for 20 years and we never had anything like that. Just all of us on the call to discuss. Yeah. Which I think is very important. I think he talks about that all the time, too. There's like a, a different kind of dialogue yeah. here. Like, it's great. Like, it's very hands-on. But, yeah. I just I just thought that was so cool for it is really to be cool. able to talk. Yeah, you know? I, I, there needs to be that more of that. There needs to be a dialogue when these things happen. Um, there needs to be something that there's something to be said about a lot of that stuff. And I love that TK does that. And yeah, just that it's awesome. I think maybe it comes from a little bit of like the the NFL background. Maybe they and do that. TK is also a brown man himself, right? Like, so yeah, it's amazing that we have someone you know in that role that can say, okay, no, we're gonna put our foot down and really, really discuss this. Because like you said, too, a lot of times people just don't know and they're scared to ask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do I what do I say? What, yeah. What do I call mm-hmm. him? What do I call her? What do I do? Yeah. I, also, for a while, too, like, JR was having issues because they were hassling him for calling me she on commentary. And I'm like, I identify as both, so please leave JR alone. Like, I have to be the one to say, like, guys, JR is cool. Yeah. Stop it. Right. And doesn't know, like like I said, yeah. like when Lenny was saying she, I was like, is, do we say she or do we say he? Or? I think it's just about the vibe. And that's why I said um, some of the guys in the back call me she. Some of them call me he. Some of them call me, you know, Sonny. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. It's hey, like, you. Yeah. Hey, you. And I'm cool with that. I'm I'm totally cool with it. Dude, do that. Say it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You mentioned uh, Pat Patterson. Where did you meet Pat before? I met Pat at a convention. <laughs> he gives the best. He was hugging me for like an hour straight. Like just kind of hugging me. He wouldn't let me go. He's so sweet. Like, And he was, uh, I met also Piper too. Oh my God, that was the coolest story. I have a, the best Pipe, Piper Tell story us. in the world. I, I don't, okay. I, <laughs> I never want to tell this story because I don't want people to kind of like um, think of like Piper in a, in a kind of a, weird, a different way. Right. But he was just like really, so he told me I was beautiful like a million times and he was just like, yeah, like never change. Like you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. And it was just so funny because like he has his hand like, like yeah. On your hip? Yeah, like my hip, it was like really low. And I'm just like, oh my God. And I'm just, I'm like kind of cheesing and all giddy. Yeah, yeah. Because it's freaking Piper. Like this is the coolest thing. He told me I was beautiful. That's, I I can see him saying that. That was his personality. He's like never, never, ever change. Like that was like the coolest thing. To this day, like, I cherish those words. 
You know, and, uh, it is so true. Like, if you want to make, I said it a couple weeks ago on the promo, what Brian Pillman told me, if you want to make it in wrestling, you have to do something different and yeah. be different from the rest. And that's totally you. Like you mentioned, there's only one of you. Yeah, definitely. Right? Um, definitely uh, be your be your own self and definitely, because authenticity speaks. And if you can get that over, you'll always win. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you're not fabricating anything. It's It's honest. It's real. So... As we start to, to wind down here, I want to talk a little bit more about Lucha Underground. I didn't know that you worked there. So how, because we talk about now about the cinematic matches, we do a mm. lot of taping now. Oh, yeah. Was Lucha Underground kind of like one of our tape shows, or did they do a lot of cuts and stop and start? And- um, Like a little bit of like that, yeah. They like mix, they intertwine the like the, the drama, the serial like drama, whatever, mm. um, with the wrestling match. So there'll be like maybe like two to three matches, if that. And then there's like cut scenes. Mm-hmm. Like there's a couple. There's a fun cut scene. I feuded with Jack Evans here. Jack Evans to me, like I always say this, he made me a star mm-hmm. because the match that we've, the matches that we've had there from the I Quit match, like all that stuff. It really, really like brought like a different side out of, out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say Jack made me a star. Uh, it was it's awesome. It's really really cool how they intertwine that together. And I did this one segment with Jack where. I'm doing like this jazzercise, like this dancing. I got to show you the video. It's mm. so freaking cool. It's kind of like an ode to flash dance. It's super duper cool. Amazing. And then like he's like scouting me and it's perfect. It's so, so fun. So that led to you guys having an I quit match? Right. What was the angle for that? Whew. Okay. So I feel like every, every company that I go to, they're always trying to tell the same story. Sunny. We want that crazy, fiery, aggressive. What I told you yesterday. <laughs> You're like, shut up, Jericho. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, oh my God. They've been trying to get that out of me for years. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, it like kind of worries me a little bit. It's like, oh my God. It's like, is there something that they just really just like, what is it that they really, really want to see? Like, oh my God. Like, is this just crazy, like ridiculous, hardcore, sunny? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it to you guys one day where I'll just go full out, <laughs> falls count anywhere, tables and stuff. Thumbtacks. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's for a while that that's that was kind of what the narrative was. It was like we want to build to an I quit match so that Sunny can be really aggressive and Sunny can. I even said F you on live television. <laughs> oh, wow. Right on. Yeah. In, crazy. in Lucha Underground? They had live? Yeah. It was a live show? Oh, well, not a lot of them, but they allowed gotcha. it to be on TV. Uh, I understand. That's what I yeah. yeah, they put that in there. Yeah. So, but, so you guys were just having a blood feud that led to this I Quit match sort mm-hmm. of thing? Yes. So you said Jack made you a star. And how did he do that? Um, just really, really like helping me and guiding me to like great matches and um, really kind of just putting me over and really, really making me look like a star. Like mm-hmm. just selling all my moves well, getting me like uh, suggesting things to me, helping me with different stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It's funny because I hadn't thought about Jack in a while. It's like, where's he? Where is he? Well, you know, the quarantine. Right. Is, is he in Mexico? He's in Mexico. Gotcha. Yeah. Hopefully he can come back soon. So we now that we have hopefully. Pentagon just came in from Mexico. Yeah. So, hopefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, how has it been for you uh, wrestling in front of no fans or minimal fans? Um, at first, it was a little difficult to adjust to, but I think it was. Once, once they started, like you know, with having like the staff and the audience things like that, it it got a lot better for me. Yeah, it's interesting to me because it's it's one of those things that we have to continue on. We have to continue putting on great shows. Yeah, because there's a lot of competition, even though there's no fans in the arena. Everyone's at home looking for things to watch. Yeah, but and I constantly. I constantly think, okay, if there was fans here, would they like this? And that's kind of how I put together everything. Yeah. And that's one of those things where, like, yesterday for your and Cody's match, I feel if there was a crowd there, they really would have 
gone nuts for, for you. Sure. Kind of almost like a, no pun intended, a coming out party for Sunny. Yeah, right. In, in AEW, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's one of those things you still have to think that way. Um, because we don't even know. Like I was saying to somebody, like, we don't even know who's over anymore. <laughs> like, am I over? Are you over? Is, I think the internet presence uh, definitely helps, you know, you know, it'll, it'll tell you a little bit, you know. Did you over. go and look at the feedback yesterday afterwards? I didn't want to, but it was almost impossible because, you know, <laughs> my phone was, like, going off, like, all. Everyone's calling you. Yeah, yeah. texting. It's, I still have, like, over 150 missed text messages and things like that. Wow. Yeah, my, I am the worst texter in probably I can, history. I know, I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell just from the, when I wanted you to be involved yeah, in the, yeah. uh, in that th- that Manitoba melee we did for the for the bubbly I, bunch, I am the worst texter in the world. <laughs> I had like I'm so thirty sorry. people, and only five people haven't texted me back. I, Slash <laughs> and Sunny Kiss and Lou Ferrigno. What the hell's going on? <laughs> I get overwhelmed, yeah, fast, and that's my problem too. I gotta work on that. I get overwhelmed really, really fast. And people, were, I think, it's like, what was it the other day? A cult was like, "Do you have ADHD?" And I'm like, "No, I'm just thinking about everything that we're talking about." <laughs> Like, I'm not staring at, you know, I'm not staring into space. I'm actually, like, thinking about match over while you're talking to me. So, yeah, I gotcha. don't know. It's funny to me, though. <laughs> like, you have ADHD? No. But did you get great feedback from the online presence? I did. I did. Yeah. They were all really awesome. I mean, obviously, there's certain people that really don't understand that we're wrestling in 90-degree weather, and it's super-duper hot. So, it's like, you're not going to, like, certain things are going to look like they don't have any, like, force behind them because right. you're freaking exhausted. Gassed out, yeah. And dan- a dance routine and a 13-minute match, right. that is intense. So, right, right, right. Yeah. Is it one of those things, like, did, uh, what do your parents think of you being in the, in the wrestling business? They love it. My mom just kind of gets a little, like, <laughs> like, because... And they're like, certain moves, the way I sell the moves, they're like, they'll freak out. You right. Know? But like my mom and my nieces are super duper supportive. My sister, my brother, my dad, I don't, he doesn't really talk about it much, but mm. I know he's, I know he's supportive. Well, it's, I know he's like supporting it. It's one of those things too. Like when you're on TV, mm-hmm. like on primetime TV, that makes it official. Yeah. Like you've been on a few times, but in that spotlight of last night, that's yeah, where like, oh my gosh. It was definitely different from that. My it. mom was definitely loving it she actually called me this morning she facetimed me she was like i'm so proud of you oh it's the best that's great yeah so now that that match has happened take place do you did that give you a little more confidence oh yeah yeah um definitely gave me more confidence uh now it's just you know tweaking certain things and learning how to like man- maneuver through this heat is just that's the biggest thing for me um it, it could definitely like because you, you blow yourself up kind of like selling and thinking too like and then also just with it being hot it just makes it that much more I, I had that for the orange cassie match i was i watched it back and i, I really liked it but there's a couple things where i like i know i would have more facial here or react more if there we're in a, like arena but literally like, yeah mm-hmm. there was just they just had had a lightning storm if you remember a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and i don't know if that had something to do with it, it seemed like it was just sitting there, that, that humidity, that heat. And yes. like I said, it was like wrestling in a sauna uh, to where I couldn't catch any wind. And oh, I started yeah. thinking, four more moves, three more moves, two more moves. And even the last move was like, I, I could barely, like, I just I'm glad, I'm, I'm so glad you're, t- you're seeing this right now because even then when they, when they listen to this, they're going to be like, okay, so it's not just yeah, and, and, <laughs> the and, legendary Chris Jericho <laughs> telling you. But we're, we're and like we said, we're putting on great matches. But yeah. for people listening, and this is, this is not an excuse Take like, into like Sonny said yeah. it is really really hot yeah. we're outside it's in Florida and it makes a big difference mm-hmm. I came back here I took a picture it literally looked like I got out of a swimming pool like I was doused and I was yeah. like oh my gosh you just sit there for like 20 minutes don't even move just like <sighs> mm-hmm. you know 
I, I when he hit the crossroads and the match was over, I was still thinking like, <laughs> but and then also too, it was just like I knew like once he pinned me and all that stuff, I knew that the internet was probably buzzing, and I'm like, okay, I I nailed it. Like yeah, I was yeah. I was very very confident in the fact that it, the product overall, the match overall, was a great one. Mm-hmm. So last couple things. So when you talk about wanting to you know do more with phys ed and finish school and kinesiology. Mm-hmm. How much longer do you think you're going to wrestle for? Um, I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a weird thing because most wrestlers say they're going to retire and they end up doing they it. come back, yeah. <laughs> um, I say um, as far as injuring, I want to maybe have like another 10 years. Because mm-hmm. I'm 26 right now. That's still right. pretty young. So. Right, right. Another 10 years. But it's so funny because when you're 10 years from now, you'll be like, I'll, I'll, I'll do get another 10 years. years. <laughs> Yeah, heck yeah. If things are going good and you're making totally. some money. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember when I when I started, I was 19, and I was like, yeah, I'll probably wrestle till I'm about 30, and then that'll probably be it. And it's like, here I am, 49, and it's like, yeah, I'll keep going. What That's the hell? That's crazy. You look great for 49. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, so you, besides the Cody match, last question for you, what's your favorite match that you've ever had or, or, or some that stand out for you? An AEW? Or just anywhere for you, from your career. Well, I'll say AEW match. Um, the one with Daniels. It was great because that's another one that blew me up. And Sky is so funny. Sky went, went to me, tapped me on the shoulder, and was like, Welcome to the club. And I'm like, Wait, what? <laughs> He's like, CD blew you up, didn't he? <laughs> so funny. But yeah, Daniel was that here. Yeah, it was here. Yeah, it was on uh, Dark. On Dark, gotcha. Daniel was actually at the first show that I went to when I was 17. And um, I was like managing at the time. I was like still really, like really new. I barely even had official gear yet. <laughs> if you ever see what I wore. Ooh. What did you wear? I wore like these like spandex with this like super like bad, like really badly cut crop. It was so <laughs> bad. And it had like, I love like pee pee on it because it was like a play on of words. Like my name was Pierce Prada. So I guess Pierce. I forgot that was even a thing. Then so I just said that. Pierce now. Prada? Yeah. So um, what a gimmick name. It was so <laughs> Pierce weird. Pierce Prada. Yeah. It was weird. So weird. <laughs> But um, yeah, I was like managing Stan Styles or uh, indie wrestler, and um, it was so bad. And uh, Christopher Daniels and Pinky Sanchez were the main event at the time, mm. and I was like really young then, so it was really really cool to actually like wrestle him. That is cool, right? After uh, my first ever wrestling indie event was he was mm. the main event. So I was full really circle, cool. right? Yeah, real first, well, real full circle. Yeah. yeah. Well, you did a great job last night, and uh, I'm excited. I mean, one of these days we'll have to work. I don't know if you ever know this. The third week in AEW, if you remember back in the dark ages when we had full arenas and crowds, yeah. we were in Philadelphia week three, mm-hmm. and I had a, a title match. Uh, they, uh, Tony wanted me to have a title match. We were just trying to think of who we could put in there. I suggested Sonny Kiss, and he wanted to start really pushing Darby, so we, he, he said, let's do Darby. I was like, okay, but I, I said week three. Oh, my God. Let's do I probably Sonny wasn't Kiss. even ready for that then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like even like now, it's like some progression, but it's like, damn, back then though, I was still kind of. But but like I said, I saw. I was so timid. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's yeah. probably probably better that it, it will wait wait for a little bit more time. But I from the start was like, I really want to work with 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 Sunny. I, think I would love that. We could do there. Hell so. yeah! But congratulations on Thank a great you match. So and, uh, Thank and, you for and, having and me your, on your show. Your, your superstar uh, <laughs> coming out performance. Totally. <laughs> <laughs>